0: Bandwidth for the Weird Things Podcast provided by Wired Tree, For sites of any size and world-class customer service, head on over to WiredTree.com.
1: Hello and welcome to the Weird Things Podcast. I'm Andrew Maine. Joined by Brian Brushwood. Yes. Mr. Bryce Castillo. That's me. It's the Holy Triumvirate. That's it's all of us. Always
2: been. <laughs> it's just like every episode ever. They call yeah. us the Bermuda Triangle.
1: Well, that's right, because you right. never know who's missing. You never, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, gentlemen, um, it is exciting to be here uh, on this tax day. <laughs>
2: yeah, man. Is that today? Oh, no, that's today. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Bryce
1: is like, gotta run. <laughs> and we get like the Flintstones. <laughs> you didn't did, uh, file I mean, for an extension, right? Yeah. No, we're, I'm okay. Kidding. Yeah, I
2: just you know. it definitely, I, and you know what's funny? I saw someone mention that on Twitter. I was like, that's not today.
0: <laughs> You're like, I paid my taxes over a year ago. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm like, no. Nah. No, that's not today. <laughs> not overdue. No, no. Not. no, no, Bryce. Have you seen a calendar? It's
2: Monday. It can't happen on a Monday. Mondays are already bad. This would be like the worst Monday. President Garfield. Like the
1: Gregorian calendar here is the thing. Is that it wasn't adopted universally around the world? I don't know that we officially. And if Bryce finds some loophole, actually, yeah. like well, you know, we looked at you the Constitution. Actually. We never adopted that calendar. <laughs> I've got my big cuneiform
2: slab on that, actually, you know they're only they're only six months in a year, so I actually I'm pretty good
1: well, price Finds, you know he does seminars and tax charging <laughs> and stuff um so uh on on the subject of that, what is the future of things like we we talk about minimum basic income to the idea that we'll have so much abundance, we're just gonna redistribute it, although. Some economists might say it's a nice theory, but governments are very large institutions, whatever you're going to call them, are very good at taking all of the surpluses and turning them into negatives.
0: Hmm. Uh, I, I don't think that was a question, but well, uh, but that was a cool statement you just made.
1: Well, no. no well, the question <laughs> the question is is what is the future of taxes? Oh, the future of taxes. Okay. The premise okay. was oh Sorry. we have this oh no we'll have this future where we're going to have all this we're going to just be giving people money and I'm like. I don't assume that because the past has shown that we have abundance, but then we tend to not.
0: (laughs) Yeah. The uh, man, that's, uh, I I don't know any way to, I'm trying to think of the most futurist angle that would be fairly non-political. You know, there has, has been some kooky outside theories. Uh, Was it, was it the fair tax that was proposed? Like replacing the income tax with a, Value-added tax. The idea was uh, – because uh, there are problems with the uh, income tax in that it disincentivizes making income. <laughs> uh, yeah. And uh, and it also incentivizes wasting your money if you're a business because then that way you could show no profit and you have a bunch of new toys. And mm-hmm. look at that. Oh, you you don't pay any income tax. Uh, the idea with the fair tax this is what, 10, to, uh, 10 or 15 years ago was uh, lose the income tax and replace everything with the value-added tax – where it would incentivize saving because if you didn't spend the money, then you paid no taxes. And uh, as, you, um, as you did spend money, uh, you automatically paid taxes on that. So uh, I don't know. I, I thought that was a, a, a clever idea, a consumption-based tax.
2: So, I mean, uh, I'm not a, an economist, but that sounds like expanding sales taxes, basically.
0: Uh yes well well so yes but but uh, by replacing because right now we don't have a mm-hmm. federal sales tax or or what in Europe is called a value added tax I see okay. uh and so the idea w- was that everybody pays it and and mm-hmm. nothing is exempt so yeah. you would pay it even on food um, sure uh but huh. but the simplicity of it was very attractive to a lot
1: of people mm-hmm yeah I think that's in in the more conventional sort of approaches you know that's one that's discussed and 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 let me know let me explain i'm not walking into this like well therefore i think we should i have i have no idea and 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 you know if i'm going to say well here's the problem with this then that's our job is to be devil's advocate of everything like this you know i like i, I love the concept of basic incumbents. it's one of the things it's like i'm like but if you think about it it's like well how do we prevent this from happening or other mm-hmm. stuff but you think about in a future where you know robots and AI controlling thing and monitoring, you know, theoretically being able to look at transactions and see what's going on, you know, what is, you know, what does that look like? You know, what does it look like when, you know, uh, does the government come up with its own blockchain? You know, we had some smaller, you know, some other economies start looking at, oh, we're going to do our own blockchain more for trying to basically because they have collapsing economies. But, you know, do we do we move to a, you know, blockchain sort of economy in the sense that, you know, all dollars and money is like that, a.k.a. You know, tracked in in a public ledger. Yeah. You know, the idea that, you know, anytime you use you, anytime you use public type money to do a transaction, you know, you get you get the benefit of the courts and legal recourse and whatever, whenever you have a problem with that. But also there's a tax that gets, gets put into it and whatnot. Do you, you think
0: uh, do you think cash ever goes away entirely? Because we've had a, a backlash recently on a few businesses trying to go entirely cashless.
1: Yeah, so that's, that's, for those of you who haven't heard, like, so Amazon's had some of their, their pop-up stores where they've been experimenting with, and they've tried to go completely cashless. And the reason that they want to go cashless is that dealing with cash is an expense, and it also can be a security risk, because if you have cash in a store, you're a vulnerability, because cash is so fungible, people want to steal it, they want to take it elsewhere. But also having to, you know, handle cash, move it from point A to point B, is expensive. Mm-hmm. And in Amazon was looking at the fact like all our customers use credit cards or debit, so let's just go completely cashless, and that's happened in some stores. But then people have complained. It's like, hey, it's unfair to the poor, people who, who you know are cash dependent. Right. Now, an argument can be made like, yes, but anybody can use cash to buy a prepaid debit card, but that argument doesn't seem to go very far.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, um... Uh, so, so to to my question, I, I I'm assuming that we're all on the same on on team.
2: Yeah, I don't. No. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't think cash ever goes away. I
0: I can see it as becoming increasingly challenging. Uh, I
2: think in, until there's a world where, like, you know, we're we're kind of in a in a place right now where like our phone is like the center of our lives, right? Mm-hmm. But that's not a given. I think in a far enough future where there is some technology that is literally integral to your life like uh, some sort of like hey we all have RFID wrist implants or something right sure. like i could i could see that where if if we are a a ubiquitously digital world that that would be a possibility uh but i think just the need and and you know the the use the use cases for cash are still so oh, that's, really valuable
0: how how valuable is the anonymous nature of cash cuz we were talking about you know blockchain currencies mm-hmm. if that's the case um that seems like it has all of the uh, fungibility of cash but but none of the privacy where it's like every single transaction forever is a part of the public record right mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I mean, and I mean, I was trying to set the table by LeBron explaining the whole Amazon store, not avoid your question. Um, as far as do we get rid of cash? But there's an incentivization for some places to get rid of it. You know, and there's incentivized if you're a business. If if I go somewhere and I'm selling goods, let's say if I was at a, a trade show or a conference or whatever, I don't want to have to carry. I don't want to deal with cash. And yeah, there are credit, their transaction fees. I get this. I don't want to deal with it. The only time I deal with cash is tips. It's the only reason I ever carry cash with me is to give tips out. You know, other than that, like I, I could not tell you how much cash I have in my wallet right now because I just use my card.
0: Uh, yeah. I I also, uh, you know, when when we're out and about, oftentimes I don't want to hang around to get someone's attention to pay for the tab or whatever. Sure. Like I, there is something to be said about just dropping a couple of twenties and leaving. Yeah. Uh, but but outside of that, there's there's really fairly little I could think of that that is cash only.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't think we will get rid of it. You know, I mean, I think there's always going to have there's going to be a place for something like that, because we have some uh, people point out in the chat room, too. You know, when the power goes out, sure. you know, the banks, you know there's bank holidays, weekends, try getting anything. Yeah. Done
0: that. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, th- th- there is entire times in everybody's lives and an entire preponderance of times where just Internet or, or telecommunications aren't available. Right. And uh, and and you have to have something that at least uh, you know, Of course, you know the dollar is backed by only faith. But but in and of itself, money is worth the amount of money. Money is perceived. This is sure. wisdom from Brian. Yes. <laughs> we all
2: believe. Like, like, what, yes, what, you can. There are like, higher en- end things, but we all believe money has value. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Whether anybody's there to assure us that it has value or not, you know, like like
0: two sure. people in the woods meet and exchange money. Uh, that money has value, uh, whether or not anybody knows about it. Okay, yeah. You yeah,
1: know, yeah. like I think about like uh, the other time I have cash it's like if I'm going to go out to eat with some people and I know it's going to be a group. I, I Venmo and these things they help, but sometimes it's just a pain in the ass. Like, to, oh, I'm going to Venmo you this, this whatever, just to have cash and throw it into. the Oh, table. that's the best,
0: dude. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the
2: best is being able to just you know throw your pot uh, part into the pot and not have to. Yeah, right. Oh, beep, boop, 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 boop. Uh, the my my the laundry mat that I go to. Uh, not all of their machines have card readers ah. and their uh, the the wash and fold service is cash only they, really? they don't take cards for wash and fold wild which is probably could be a fraud thing could be a 100% CCS thing
1: yeah. 100% <laughs> <laughs> That is a big 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 thing if you're a, if you're if you're involved in some sort of illegal like if you start looking at Not all laundromats are run by drug dealers <laughs> drug dealers <laughs> own a lot of laundromats mm mm-hmm
0: yeah um, I guess so yeah
1: you know because it's it's you don't you can say what your numbers were how much money you took in and whatever and people are like oh okay you know works sure. for that uh I you know it's funny like I in my family like our default like you know Christmas gift or whatever is because you know it's like a lot of people like we don't need any more stuff yeah don't, yeah don't don't buy me anything because I don't need anything right now but if I do need something I'm gonna go to Amazon so ours is You know, Amazon gift cards, you know, that's our currency is like, here's this permission to buy something from Amazon. We'll just send you a gift card. Mm -hmm. Amazon
0: is the one gift card that I'm okay with because it's the everything store. And uh, there's, uh, okay, I love you, mom and dad, if you're listening to the podcast. (laughs) But uh, but like they got me they got me a gift card uh for a, a bike supply. Bellas no a, uh, what, a bike place. A bike okay. place, right? Which again you I like bike. Bikes, you right? love to bike yeah. But 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 it's that's just restrictive enough that I'm never I in in, in a have a tendency to only think of it at certain times that i I still haven't used it and mm-hmm. is increasingly just sitting there and and yeah. at some point I'm terrified it's going to get lost and then it's like or
2: it could expire. Uh, oh, please don't say that. <laughs> well, been, I mean that's true. Like even even some of these you know prepaid debit cards can expire. Yeah, they, they don't always do and and
0: or or through no fault of your own, uh, somebody sneaky could happen upon. They might be compromised and, sure. or, or become compromised and, I mean, they, yeah, and get those, drained.
2: Those prepaid cards are basically cash because right. they're not tied to an ID. Uh, no, if you activate them. There's
0: definitely there a I, I used to do a show on a on a network and mm-hmm. for Christmas they gave everyone a hundred dollar uh, Apple cards and oh. by the time I got to use it, balance was zero. <gasps> so <laughs> oh no! Uh, I I the most <laughs> generous interpretation. I mean, why would you why would you do that on purpose? But uh, right. uh, I I think someone somewhere somewhere there was something. a fraud. Yeah. yeah, and then by the time Ooh, I got to geez. use it, it was all drained. So that was crazy. Oh. So weird.
1: I, I could see some sort of future where it's like you know you want to tip somebody and you give them like uh, you know like remember the 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 coin the the card that was like the that is going to be all your cards on there. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think they still have like a, a, a ten of my bucks. Uh, Twenty yeah.
1: seventeen. Yeah, coin yeah I think they got some of my money too. Here. Yeah, yeah. No, it seemed like a good oh. idea at the time. Yeah, it was, a, it, it was one of these things where the technology just so outpaced what they were trying to do there, you know, that eventually reached a point where by the time they're able to ship that, it was like, nah, we don't really need this solution anymore. Right.
0: Uh there was, I suppose this is a, a money-related weird things emerging technology story, uh, we, we, but full disclosure, this is also a brand new sponsor on the Modern Rogue, so this, uh, they're a sponsor, which is how it came to my attention, but, because mm-hmm. I wanted to make sure that they were legit, I poked around a bit to make sure, But, um, but... Uh Pedal is a new type of credit card specifically targeting people trying to restore their credit or establish credit because if you mm-hmm. have no credit if you 've never had a card, and there are adults who go you know well into their forties and sure. so on uh without ever having a card and it 's very hard to get started because mm-hmm. because they go to they go to fico they go to the the, the credit unions credit or cre- the the credit brokers, and then they say what 's this guy worth and they 're like uh, nothing <laughs> nothing yeah and they so have to do like prepaid schemes and all that. Whereas nowadays, how much has changed in just the last 10 years, uh, it's not weird to have all of your banking information immediately available online. And it's not weird to tie the, those with different services, whether to make deposits or whatever. Sure. So basically, instead of doing FICO at all, you um, uh, you basically just get uh, you log in and you authenticate and you allow them to see your bank records uh, on all your accounts. And then they're like... Yeah, look. Here's steady income for this many months, and I don't care what you do, who you are, what cards you had, how many bankruptcies. All we see is that you definitely have money, and we will extend to you this amount of credit. And then, and uh, the crazy part is, they they want you to go ahead and set it up for auto pay, so it just basically is a credit card that acts like a debit card,
1: so that you never have to pay any fees or, or anything. That's helpful because you know you have, you know, we'll have we'll. Pass laws to sort of stop like what we call predatory lending or whatever like that, which seemed very good intentions. But then you find out that you're cutting off large amounts of people from lending, you know, right. and, and that's, you know, also
2: a petal card slash rogue
1: if you dig it. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I, I had a I had a
2: former coworker and and she was she was a, 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 a real grown up. <laughs> and, uh, you know, she was uh, had just recently moved to the area because she was a contractor and she was looking for a home and she had not so great credit and she had a kid. And so she, you know, she was telling me about like, it's, it's a long process to build or repair your credit. And so, you know, that, that's a, that's an interesting thing where they can look at your day to day or your, your month to month expenses and see stuff like that. Uh, it reminds me a lot of like, um, Uh, When I applied for my apartment, they were like, hey, you have to prove how much income you have so that we can, you know, be cool, you know, renting to you. And I had to be like, well, here are some deposits that I could show you because it's like that's really all i could do I didn't, it's not i don't have a, it a is lot of pretty credit. wild
0: there's that there's that kind of like uh you know uh hey how about how about you whip out that account balance right. and then you just go beep boop boop and then just just let them scroll yeah. and and it, and it's increasingly casual like that where mm-hmm. uh you know when we applied we we just applied for a loan because we have to build this uh this warehouse and they're all like just you know send us pictures of 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 your financials and so it's right. i don't know
2: it's so weird it's it's weird and then as as we are moving to more digital payment stuff, like the example with my apartment. They kind of didn't know what they were looking at because we did. We were doing a lot of uh, like uh, uh, cash, Square Cash stuff, right? And that doesn't look like a direct deposit. That looks like an AC, you know, a, a transaction refund, right? Or, you know, a not a payment, right? And so they're like, "Is this money? I don't know. This <laughs> is a lot of money, but I don't know what this is." So uh, it's 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 weird. The like analog method of just. You know, giving someone hard data and changing technology in that in that regard.
0: Yeah. Uh, oh, speaking of changing technology, this will be a hard left turn. But I saw a news story today that um, uh, I'm going to guess maybe you already saw Andrew, but the there is a, oh man, I'm going to do that thing where you refer to scientists as they <laughs> they, they. peaceful in
1: their towers of ivory
0: yeah uh, unfortunately The I don't invisible have hand y- of y- society
1: yeah we'll see if
0: we'll see if if Bryce could do some fast googling here mm-hmm. but a uh, uh, new story was scientists n- scientists have <laughs> uh figured out a graphene based foam that remains spongy and springy at temperatures to the, the to the temperature of liquid helium like a, a negative two hundred plus calories or calories uh, degrees Celsius. Uh, right, Celsius. Celsius. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, like like close to absolute zero. Yeah. So, negative two hundred sixty
2: nine point one five degrees Celsius.
0: Which I thought it would be fun to speculate. You know, the article says this can have applications in space materials, and so like, what do you think those would be? I would imagine, I would imagine you would want the ability to soften docking procedure and to. Um, set up
1: uh uh yeah uh, I, I, I i don't know i, I... You, you know one of the things that happens when you get a press release is you'll get like it might be some of the scientists who worked on it or are trying to go like oh we could use it for this and then the university that worked on it, like okay oh, we'll see this sometimes they know least even the, the researchers who made it were the ones who were the least to know really what the applications are for there might be specific grants that it was made for for that that certainly could be it but you know one of the applications that i would think would be you know, one of the ways you get things super, super cold is you build a refrigerator, you take out the heat out, and you take whatever's in there, and then you refrigerate that with another kind of refrigerator that's really good at taking heat out at that level, and that level, and that level, and that level, and that level, and, that level, and, that level, and until eventually, you know, you're at a point where you're able to get something super, super friggin' cold. But, you know, as you pointed out, like materials behave differently the colder they get. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, there could be a lot of you know applications and you know semiconductors, you know different type of technologies for sure. trying to chill things at a super level because there's a predictability about how the material behave.
0: I guess th- this is a. Uh, I think I-, I assume what we need to do is figure out what is foam used for at normal temperatures, and I'm
1: thinking about well like, insulation I- I- here. Yes, and what things you need to do in your super cold refrigerator? So you need to isolate them from vibration. Ah, uh, so, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, you know, so it'd be interesting to see, like, what are the insulating properties, that's thermal insulating properties, too, but actually if you can build oh, your yeah. little super cool. Oh, uh,
0: yeah, well, and think about physical damage. Uh, when a spaceship gets knocked around by micrometeorites or whatever uh, and everything's cold and brittle, mm-hmm. uh, your electronics can get damaged. Yeah, uh, I don't, the, that
1: application for the space stuff to me is like, uh, to me that, that's, that seems like, the, oh, you could use it in space. Like, yeah, and you could use, you know, electro heat. I mean, the, to me, it seems overkill and probably not the most useful application. I don't know. I know nothing. But I'm just saying that, like, those things usually read to me like, ah, and we'll use it in space. Because, yes, because you can get a NASA grant to do this. I get this. But your real application is going to be, you know, something like, you know, creating, you know, systems for, you know, doing – Think about, like, the colder a system gets, the more things lock up and the more prone to vibrations they can be because of if your if your material gets too stiff – then every vibration passes through so sure. a lot you know like, some forms of optical sensing things like this could be very very useful
0: yeah uh, right. i I, th- I think that's what i was trying to get at but but in space but it sounds like you don't want to talk about the,
1: the, well you were talking about insulating in space which uh, to me like a skin or whatever like just just I sure no. Uh, okay. no
0: i mean uh insulating uh sensitive like uh, parts so that the rest of the ship could vibrate and and it wouldn't uh it would be insulated from those vibrations yeah, I just if, I, if it's I guess sensitive, I'm looking
1: at it, it you're, you're having, you're, you're still, I, I, okay, I'm just saying, like, because I'm talking mediums where you're actually using a cooling, super, your helium or something to cool something down. In space, your thermal variance isn't going to be enough where I think you're going to, you'd want to use this. Your thermal bar, variance wouldn't be, to my knowledge, need necessitate something like this.
2: I wonder if you would be able to use this as some sort of soft body um, construction compared to, like, a rigid body Sort of steel, like if if there was some machine uh, device, say, and and it needed to be in orbit, but it didn't need like propellers or 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 uh, you know prop- propulsion, right? In uh, I wonder if you could have like just put all the machinery in a glob of this and then just send it up. I wonder if that would be something that would be lighter to load onto
1: onto payloads or. I don't know. Easier but to a, to a, come a, down to earth again. The know. problem the problem in space is is heat buildup with anything that has its electrical or anything that's doing like that. Your power cords that tends to be the problem is heat buildup. Uh, apparently
2: apparently this the graphene from this article also performs well at high heat, up to a thousand yeah. degrees centigrade. So
1: yeah, I I'm I'm sure a materials engineer or somebody like this could you know explain something. All I know is we need your support. We need okay. your help. We need you to go to patreon.com slash weird things.
2: That's right.
0: Yeah, man. Patreon.com slash weird things. You get uh, your very own RSS feed. That's where you can listen to both the show and its partner podcast after things all in one fell swoop. It's uh, it's awesome. Also, you will get the smug satisfaction of knowing that you're better than everybody else.
2: That's right.
1: Very, very, very much appreciated. Hey, uh, I need I need two cops. Oh, yeah. Oh, here we go. Cop <laughs> time. Oh, there we go. (laughs) On goes the sunglasses. Sunglass cop. I got cop one, cop two.
0: Uh, two. Oh, man, I'm just a pencil pusher from the third district. What am I doing here? Get up, kid. You're going in the car today.
1: Yeah. All right. You just got the the trainee. uh, uh, Bri, Bri. (laughs) (laughs) I just came to the cop place to do computer work. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, kid. You're on the beat with Bryce. Yeah. Right, brick, what's, the brick we call him.
2: What's the case, Chief? Brick.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, we gotta, we gotta. Somebody's sitting in a house sitter, house sitter. There, they're reporting, reporting some strange sounds coming from the other side of the house. They think there's a burglar. Uh, well, I, mean, I, you know. I know this. Stuff. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, I, I, hey, hey, Brick. Hey, I don't, kid. I don't
0: it's understand. Your,
2: here's a train. This is your training yeah. case. Oh, okay. Well, okay. <laughs> Here, Lay down the details, Chief.
1: <laughs> well. Got a house and a house sitter, (laughs) and they're hearing some sounds on the other side of the house. They think there's a burglar. Uh, I don't know how more explicit I need to be. (laughs) (laughs) I need to send a couple cops there to go investigate. All right, right. Well, I
0: mean, uh, what would you do? We We, we show up, uh, uh, I'm going to kick in the door. And I'd be like, a okay. uh, 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 police officer uh, entering. I look over my shoulder for approval or disapproval yeah, yeah, of right. how I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, 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 yeah. okay great. And then I'm, I'm like, ah, I'm, I'm super armed and a legitimate cop. <laughs> well, um goes without saying. Okay. Uh, uh, also, there's a very nice desktop computer you have. Is that, is that a doghouse? <laughs> we should system? probably find this victim. We should well, should Okay, no, I victim. mean, look, we all have our expertise, all right? <laughs> so, so uh, uh,
1: uh, okay. Okay. Uh, is anybody home? Oh, uh, well, that, that the house sitter standing outside. It's like, I'm back here. Okay. You're all right. I, was, by I, me. Uh, I run back and I say, uh, doors
2: I, I, open kid.
0: <laughs> house, uh house sitter. Uh, what's your name? House sitter.
1: My name, I'm house sitter, Joe. Okay.
0: House sitter, Joe. <laughs> can, can you describe the sound that
1: you were hearing? Cause, okay. Cause... It's Joe house sitter. Okay. My fam, but it just sounded better to say house sitter of Joe. the Connecticut house sitter. <laughs> wait, 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 what kind what kind of sound do you, you hear? I heard kind of a shuffling sound.
2: Uh, um, okay. Well, I mean, there's... It could the be LMFAO. Could, could,
0: could, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was like, a, uh, okay, well, there's something. We'll talk about Occam's razor. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That we have to get unnecessary. You know that one guy was his uncle? <laughs> <All right. laughs> um uh, okay, so, so like, like in 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 the in a room, in, in the other room, or, or yeah, where like in, the in the house balls? are you here in this
1: room? The, the other side of the house. I didn't investigate it because I'm not a cop guy. All right, right all right. Now. Here,
0: okay. uh, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, pull out my piece and and I'm gonna uh, come in. I was like, uh, uh, officer, coming in armed and hot. I'm I'm a, I'm a loose cannon. I'm a race car in the red, oh. and <laughs> uh, 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 but but also. I probably shouldn't have announced that. More <laughs> metaphors, more metaphors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so I'm like, uh, does anybody respond? Does, does anyone say, "Oh, it's me"?
1: Nothing. D- Steely cold silence. Uh, uh, do okay. we even hear the the shuffling? Do uh, you hear something like a something like maybe moving around or bouncing some tables or moving or?
0: Hey, right, I'm I'm gonna walk over. I'm gonna knock on the door to knock 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 knock. Nothing. nothing. <sighs> I was like, okay. Uh, uh, oh, you know what? Here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to go out, go around the house, and okay. see if I can peek in the window. Uh, can I see anything in the window? No, we are in you the You see house. nothing, Brian. Uh, dang it. Okay, well, wow. all right, then I go back to the door. I'm going to crack open the door just a little bit, see if I hear anything better.
1: Uh, you hear maybe, you maybe you hear like a chair move. <laughs> Ooh. Okay,
0: now uh, I, 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 I turn to Brick, and I say, Brick, Yeah. listen up. I may be a a real greenhorn here, that's right. But uh, but it occurs to me that things other than criminals can make sounds, possibly even animals. Oh, so uh, animal criminals? Well, uh, certainly trespassing because I assume it's an uninvited (laughs) guest.
1: So I'm, I'm Bryce brick opens up his jacket he wears a trench coat by the way and you see all of it in handcuffs he's got like what look like little thumb cuffs with the little cat handcuffs i've got cat handcuffs i've got monkey handcuffs i got schnauzer handcuffs if big it's an dog
2: little dog medium dog handcuffs i've got them tarantula all
1: tarantula handcuffs and it's like eight
2: <laughs> those ones are expensive that's a lot of links
0: Alright, so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I announced I'm gonna fire a warning shot. And Wait, I crack open gonna, the door. Okay. I just, crack open the door just <laughs> enough
2: to stick the gun out and
0: shoot up up into the air. And then I look to Brick for approval. And I'm just no, <laughs> no. You're saying, Oh no, oh that's not how we cop. No, don't oh. fire blindly into a <laughs> house. Okay. All right. <laughs> It's like TIL it's sure. fine. <laughs> are the I, lights on? Did, the lights I, I
1: literally I, see you can that, that night the the bri-bri the junior cop goes on Reddit today I learned how the cop. <laughs> okay, then I crack
0: open the door again. I'm like, "Sorry about that. It's my first day." Uh, and then, and I listen to uh to see if it are in his response no, it's just steely silence. It's all right. All right. Silence. I crack open the door wide enough to poke my head out. Do do I immediately see any any human-sized figures in there? No.
1: No, Brian, nothing. Nothing. Huh. Hmm.
0: Okay, I walk I I, I step inside okay. and I, and it's like I whoa I,
1: whoa 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 whoa. Ooh. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. You step inside like an amateur. You don't barrel roll inside of there. You don't backflip inside of there. You don't do like the risk. You don't take off. Yeah, you don't do look, risky I would I would do any of those. Gun drawn.
0: I would do any of those if I if I. I'm increasingly convinced that this is an animal in there, and I'm afraid. Kicking the, the door reference. open wide, like it, well, number one, it will not get the reference. But number two, I, what I don't want is him to the, the animal to go running out the door. So it's like hey, that's why I gotta do the the, the creak open, okay. slide my body through, and then close okay. the All door. Right. Okay. But but right before the door closes, the last thing Brick sees is me
2: giving a thumbs up gesture mm. as I <laughs> close the door. I uneasily return oh. the thumbs up <laughs> while shaking your head. Like, okay. okay, well,
0: <laughs> uh, and then uh, so so now okay, so I'm looking. at... Well, what kind of room am I in
1: nice living room looks almost exactly like your first floor uh okay great so uh, all right so You're I really uh, like your first floor i mean, I'm, I'm gonna yeah. I'm, a, I'm gonna lean wait it's your house oh, oh, dear. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh
0: i'm gonna lean down and kind of look under the table to see if there's something you know about dog sized running around uh, in this room you lean down and
1: The next thing you know, it comes right at you.
0: uh, uh, I immediately uh, look for my snake repellent. (laughs) Doesn't work. Oh no! No! (laughs) I I I go to my other uh, uh, holster and I I I shoot uh, spider repellent. (laughs) Doesn't help. Oh no! Oh no! And then I look, and I and I and I clench my fists in rage as I realize those are the only two repellents I thought to take with me <laughs> because I couldn't possibly conceive of needing anything
2: else. Cut back outside. And Officer Brick is like,
1: "Right, What is it? What did you see?" It keeps coming towards you, come towards you, and then boop, the Roomba hits you on the nose. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. A, uh, I believe it got trapped. The The real Roomba burglar story is that it got trapped in a bathroom. And it just, I guess, kept hitting the walls and the doors. And the the, 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 <laughs> the <laughs> occupant just was super scared. And it was late at night. And they didn't know what to do.
0: You, you know what? Bonnie sent me an article. It was one of those old, like, Fabulous House of the Future articles. I want to say from, like, mm. 1960s or 1950s, but they had a proto Roomba in there. Oh and, yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if they actually. You know, it was an artist rendition. Mm. Uh,
1: oh well, uh, oh my gosh, cops we have video. Go into the house.
0: Hey man, this this yeah. is exactly
2: how I looked this
0: in this scenario. Yeah. <laughs>
2: By the way, No, they they brought a dog in. Uh, apparently, the 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 dispatch call that they were showing the caption for earlier said that the bathroom door was locked. So it's it's it. There might have been some sort of misfunction of the doors for for it to, to lock or. Who knows? So they, they, yeah. Apparently, they they kept giving warnings and shouting through the door, and and eventually they broke it's in. It's
1: like watching video of three cops. I understand the cops handled it the way they needed to. Right. They've got a dog. They've got guns drawn because you don't know what's. You don't know there's some meth head in there, whatever. Some meth head podcaster from weird things. Just sure. so <laughs> in there, you know. Um. And then the the police like and the dog is not too. Hyped. Dogs like already knows there's nothing in there. Right. Dogs, know, the like, dogs uh, chill, like
0: Do I get to bite it? No. Yeah.
1: Oh. No, we, we're seeing the body cams. We see the look and then their showers and then uh let's see if they back off and then uh, oh. you can't this. see it. Oh, you can just oh. barely see it, but uh yeah. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> just, just, would you be ever more embarrassed that there wasn't you know some guy with a gun in your in your bathroom that it's like you'd, I'd rather that than the Roomba.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. Uh, I mean, the, the house sitting is an important clue because, you you know, if you're there and you know nobody's mm-hmm. come in or whatever, and then all of a sudden you hear what sounds yeah. like deliberate and they are deliberate actions. They're just deliberate actions of a of, of, a, a, of a robot AI. Yeah. You know. Uh, wow. Yeah. No, that's not bad.
1: Uh, I'll let you read the comment in the chat room right there. The last one um, down. Was,
0: <laughs> was the, the Roomba arrested and charged with battery?
1: Thank you, Doug the coder. Thank you, Doug. Man. Uh, so, uh, is this? This was a story that came out a couple weeks ago, and it's one of the things you see these things like: is this a thing that new thing, or is it somebody covering an old thing and then saying, "Oh, it's new," or somebody? Japanese and Russian scientists say they've awakened cells from a woolly mammoth.
2: What, what does "awakened" mean? I mean, I know cells are living organisms, I guess. Well,
0: they're, they're but some cells can go dormant. Okay. And uh, yeah, for example, um, uh, you ever notice that? Uh, well, I, I believe there are some fish that can go like dormant in dry areas for a very long time. Okay. So, or, or eggs, you know, think. Sure. Can, like brine shrimp, basically. Okay. Okay. I'm yeah. 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 That makes be- sense. Because it's like they could go for, for, yeah, for, for seemingly ever with no nutrition or sustenance and there's no activity. And then Until they, they, they reactivate. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. So I, and, uh, wow. That must be a big tank for that. Woolly mammoth. So. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And then, <laughs> and then I just pictured Mr. Mr. all the swimming mammoths.
1: <laughs> hmm, I wonder if we could make that breed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, They took, they took the, uh, this case, they took the nuclei, you know, the middle of the little cell there, the the genetic material, and they put it, and I guess in a mouse cell, and, like, inside of a mouse egg, and, like, actually tried, like, took, like, a mouse egg, and they tried to, you know, like they do, like, to try to transfer nuclear material in there and see if you can, you know, genetic material in there and try to see if it divides. Mm -hmm. They say the cell, like, started up, you know, but then it sort of failed before, like, like, doing division, because I think probably was a bit damaged. But it's (sighs) exciting because... One is, you know, if you they, because we can now take, we can make, program, we can actually just, if we have the 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 code, we can just use a sequencer to make us the big long strand, and you could, you know, like in Jurassic Park, we're like, you know, we plugged in things from other species here. Well we could you know whatever you know like like you know you could might take like we'll take an elephant and whatever's missing there but that's what's kind of exciting is the idea that we might be close we might be really really close to taking something like a mammoth and then getting it to boot up inside of cells and then make that's it crazy yeah that is way crazy
2: now what do you what do you think that the long-term goal is, like, say they, you know, successfully reactivate these cells. On the table is, at
1: Outback Steakhouse. You know, <laughs>
0: uh, you know, this was, oh, man, I want to say uh, seven or eight years ago, there was some talk uh, in scientific journals talking about the fact that uh, uh, North America is one of the uh, few places that, that has no uh, top-tier megafauna because we hunted the woolly mammoth to extinction. And okay. there was talk about, like... Well, what should we do? Should we should we import elephants and let them run around wild and 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 let them, you know, fill that 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 niche? Mm. Um, so it could be you could make an environmentalist case that the oh. ecosystem of North America Needs is currently a, broken yeah. and the only way to restore it is to perform these these radical clonings.
1: Wow. Mm. So there in the paper the claim was sort of made they're showing like this shows the problem which is trying to use normal, you know, uh, like nuclear transfer into a cell to get it to boot up. Because they're saying like, it's going to be too damaged. It's not going to work. You're not going to just be able to pull the material out of a mammoth, you know, cell that you found and then put it in there because the degradation, even, even you know, all uh, the 2% or 3% is going to be too significant. But like we just said, like, yeah, okay, we get that. We'll just jump ahead to the next tech, which is where we just take the sequence and we add in what's missing and just build a new strand. So, oh, you know, wow. and it's, it's leading to, you know, like, yeah, like if we could, you know, could take large parts of Yellowstone or something like that. In, I mean,
0: how and, wild that! Um, I mean, it's not Jurassic Park, but damned if it isn't close. Like, right. I'd I'd love to. What was it? Uh, maybe a hundred thousand years ago? Is that is that when we hunted them to extinction? Uh,
2: this is mean, well, the remains that they use are twenty eight thousand years old. Twenty eight. Yeah, in wow. North America,
1: yeah, it was 20,000 20, years ago or something.
0: Now, I guess so. I guess humanity is around a hundred thousand years old. Is that right, Homo sapiens, give or take? Uh, I, again.
1: Oh, which, it's fuzzy. Who's to say know. what sure. makes
2: a human? But yeah. to, to, to what you were saying?
0: Uh, oh, I, I mean, just uh, uh, it, it would be similar to that experience. You'd probably have to educate me about some of the other, you know, like your saber-toothed cats and, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But, but like, uh, not dinosaurs, but I would pay to go to uh, uh, oh, a woolly mammoth park. Uh, yeah, to, to, oh. to Mammoth Park. Huh. yeah to you travel looking, like,
1: back 25,000 years ago. Yeah. You start looking up like what was like a great place is you go to like the La Brea Tar Pits in yeah. LA and and you see, hey, here are all the things were right here and you're like, I didn't know that. We had those 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 are cool. We, we had those and you get like things like the short-faced bear, you know, and cave sloths and giant sloths you know we don't think about the giant sloth
0: there uh that is one of my very earliest memories i must have been 4 years old but i remember Riding going your to head,
1: giant sloth right to the
0: uh, going to the librea tar pit and i remember being horrified because one of the one of the interactive exhibits they had was they had a tank of of tar and they had one lever that was labeled arm the other labeled leg <sighs> and you got to grab and feel <laughs> <laughs> just just how you know it's it, horrifying it is it, yeah. yeah oh yeah. my god
2: yeah it's this not... kind of guy's got goosebumps Whoa, thinking about that <laughs> yeah, yeah <I> <laughs> ooh, ooh,
1: ooh. they have like uh if you go there they have a uh, outside they show you where like the, the lake guitar like sort of thing is they show like i think they have like a couple of replica like mastodons there or mammoths there and like like you have like a baby or somebody stuck there and the other ones are just watching going Oh, oh sorry. yeah! <laughs> like, Say goodbye right, to Gary. So long, <laughs> Gary. time I don't ask for directions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, heartbreaking. heartbreaking. Yeah, that would be that would be neat. And so yeah, obviously you know the, the researchers like said yeah this this way won't necessarily work, but mm-hmm. you know, well there are other ways. Yeah. Life will find a way. <laughs> uh, yeah, capitalism will find a way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know. Meanwhile, like I remember. Had, a, had a, uh, it? had uh, it was sitting there in a discussion, and the subject of bringing back animals, like dis- extinct animals, and, and it was with uh, Jack Horner, who's the paleontologist who's been involved in a project to sort of take bird DNA and try to revert it into sort of dinosaur form. Mm-hmm. And I remember uh, somebody's brought up a thing like, you know, why don't you just start with a cassowary? And I didn't even know what that was. I didn't even know what a cassowary was, right? Oh, and you I'm like, Whoa. oh,
2: Right, what's that? Oh, oh, I yeah, I <laughs> yeah. well, Now I look <laughs> yeah. it up. I'm like,
1: holy cow, these things are terrifying, yeah. <laughs> and and so you know, it's they're not quite. You don't get as much attention as emu or ostriches because they're not as big, but they're like so, pretty. Hey, I'll, I'll bite. What is a cassowary? Oh, you don't know. see. I no. feel like
2: I I feel like every like year or two, cassowary is like have a, a moment in, like, have their 15 minutes. But uh, cassowaries are one of the most dangerous, like, land birds uh, ever. Whoa.
1: They have, like, four-inch spikes on their heels, right? Oh, yeah. They have, yeah. They have spikes. They have okay. a huge
2: horn. You've seen them. Yeah. Uh, let's
1: see. So, you know, that was, you know, a horn is like, yeah, why not start with something that's already pretty close to a T-Rex? I mean, to, like, to a velociraptor or whatever. Yeah. So uh, uh, somebody was just murdered by one. Like they they had uh, some a uh, person who raised them. They just tri- like last week, I guess they tripped or fell or whatever, and the thing's like Mrah! whoa!
2: Oh. Yeah, they they are. You'll never guess what state it happened in.
1: <laughs> 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 but
2: they're they're super aggressive birds. Uh, uh, a few years ago, I had the chance to film the uh, a cassowary. They had them at the zoo. They were it wasn't on display, but I think they were like rehabilitating it or something, and. Uh, they did not even let me in the pen they had to like let me into the neighboring pen to shoot through the chain link because wow the, they are they're just that they're badass. ruthless yeah, yeah. Oof.
0: well that seems yeah. like so, the perfect
2: uh, selection yeah, to breed
0: probably... a,
1: a dinosaur <laughs> I mean, out that's, of the thing is that we talk about like what we we think mammoths and stuff are cool cuz like ah oh, they're like fuzzy elephants You know, and that'd be called saber-tooth tiger. It's kind of like a tiger. It's called a smilodon, which sounds friendly. You know, but then it's like, forget, let's think about all the avian fauna, like the terror birds and the things that like, you know, the dinosaurs are gone, but here are these things that are even more scary that probably ate people, you know? Yeah. Speaking of people, you hear about the discovery, I think it was in the Philippines. They've discovered people? What? Part of the world. <laughs> new species. D- Dateline 2019.
2: Location, Filipinish. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Humans
2: have That's been like discovered.
1: get a degree in science? So uh, <laughs>
2: researchers find evidence of new human species, fossil bones and teeth yeah. of a previously unknown human species in northern Philippines.
0: Wow. So other than sapiens, I guess they're, they're, they're probably... Oh wait, Oops. Homo... Luzon, not
2: Luzonensis. Luzonensis, after the island of Luzon, where the discovery is made. Wow!
1: So, for some of our audience, you know, you you ask like, "Well, how do we know it's different?" Like, well, we you don't know, no. But the thing that the biggest telling thing is usually the teeth, because you look at the signs of the teeth, and you see like. Well, this is this is clearly like a Neanderthal molar or very similar to that. Yet this looks like a, you know, an older Homo erectus, you know, incisor or whatever, or this shape is something we haven't seen. So teeth tell you a lot because teeth change but not as quickly as other features. And often the only thing that's left, and they tell you a lot about diet and whatever, and you and you don't find in humans, we don't find chimpanzee incisors. You know, you don't find those things. And that's how you know you're finding a different species is it's like it's kind of like this, but a little bit different or whatever. So they found what may be another yet another species. And, you know, you look at that. What's the time frame there? Uh, This
2: article from uh, VOA News says uh, researchers said tests show that two of the fossil pieces were between 50 and 67,000 years old.
1: So 50,000 years ago is a magical time period because you had homo sapiens you'd argue were us you had neanderthals you had De- Denisovians. i can never pronounce the term you had probably what was like homo florenzi you know the the what maybe the hobbit people there there's probably homo naledi, which is the one in, in south africa they found deep inside that cave there you had like red deer people or red deer cave people which is another one here now you've got this group you know and you start it's like there's probably like a dozen different hominid species that are like as different as the people lived in Middle Earth were alive, which means there's probably two or three times as many that were around.
0: Wow. Yeah, that's right. Because you have to think there's going to be a bias that we're not going to find them very,
1: very easily. Yeah. Yeah. You know, a stat that I throw out a lot because it's, it's helpful is up until like maybe two decades ago, you could fit every single chimpanzee fossil, every fossil that we had in a shoebox. What? Because- wow. I was, I was waiting for, like,
0: a closet or a one-story house. A studio shoebox. apartment.
1: Wow, geez. Now we've, we've found more since then. But remember, because chimpanzees are in these environments where fossilization almost never occurs. Mm-hmm. Your bones get dragged off, get whatever. You know, bones aren't fossils. You know, they're they're normally well, they as bones. But, like, and that's the thing. It's, and that was, I think, like, if you're thinking about that, it's like, whoa, like, you know, we have to put together the evolutionary history of these things from such small pieces because most things don't fossilize. Yeah. So, particularly, like in the, in the cradle of you know human civilization or human you know evolution, that marshy wet area. Apparently, so,
2: this discovery was only three thousand kilometers from the uh, Homo floresiensis. sorry, yeah. yeah, yeah, the the hobbits discovery. Yeah, uh, only three thousand kilometers.
1: Wow. And you have, and it's that you're going to probably find a lot more because what you had is, if you look at where the water level was there before, it was much lower, so people could walk to a lot of places. But then you might get periods of isolation, so you're going to get these, you know, you know, different groups and stuff that start to develop on their own. And yeah.
0: you, you get a bit of that uh, Galapagos finches, where with all the specialization,
1: yeah. Mhm. So and it's exciting. It's just exciting because it's like you know we're, we 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 have we we're, we're trying to get past. You know, the whole, oh, here's here's monkeys and then here's people walking upright this line and it's just that the idea of the bush, which I think Brian, you talked about in the book Sapiens, you know, I think goes a lot into that, right?
0: Yeah. It was specifically yeah. about how unusual sapiens are in that uh, uh, we're the only one that wiped out all our cousins and just <laughs> we're the only of our kind. It'd be it would be yeah. like a it would be like a uh, German shepherds just deciding that they needed to be the only type of dog
1: <laughs> to, just to I would believe German yeah. shepherds thinking
2: that too.
1: Yeah, but you know, but a, a lot of it too is like there are a lot of instances where we found ones where it didn't look like I mean, maybe you know, humans wiped them out or it was just that you know, only one survived, you know. Yeah, the other but one was the,
0: just sort of bred out of existence.
1: Yeah. Yeah, or just yeah, I mean most you know, 99.9 species go extinct, you know? So, but yeah. And then we, you know, we sent some of them to off to heaven, um, which, you know, time to go. <laughs> yeah. Hey, want to do picks? Yeah, man. I just finished a book
0: that I enjoyed. It was very simple, very short uh, and, and an easy read. Uh, it's an economist walks into a brothel and it's about the managing uh, the, the ways people manage risk who are not economists uh, in various high risk um endeavors including you know the legal prostitution including uh, big big wave riders uh you've got uh, uh it's 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 interesting because there are external factors and she gives you know the it's a good way to get uh you know definitions of a lot of economics talk like okay when they're doing this this is a hedge the reason that the uh, that the sex workers go to a brothel and give up 50% of all the money they make to the brothel mm-hmm. is because it is a hedge against um the uh, uh, the the externalities associated with illegal work including mm-hmm. disease and 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 danger to Security. themselves and, uh exactly yeah. uh, uh, but uh, uh another factor is you would think For example, when it comes to big wave riding, that a new type of uh, suit that would uh, detect that you are underwater too long or, you know, and then inflate and take care of you, Hmm. uh, kind of like a parachute basically, uh, would be a good thing, except it creates the negative externality of attracting a lot of unqualified swimmers oh, sure. to big waves because or you taking have equipment for it now.
2: Even bigger risks than exactly yeah. It now. yeah.
0: And so they they, they talk about uh, the guy who was first to figure out that uh, that jet skis were pretty useful for saving lives and and that uh, eventually like, they, they full-on would stop tournaments while the dude ate a sandwich because nobody wanted to go out without this lifeguard ready with his jet ski. Wow. Uh, it's, a, it, it, it's a fun, easy read. I think it's only, like, six hours long on cool. audiobook. There you go. And a I think walks into a brothel.
2: Uh, I have a pick. I have an update. I think I, think I talked about this on this show before, but uh, I have been going back and watching Lost, uh, and I'm now on season four. Oh this wow. The Flash Forward season. Yeah. Uh I am enjoying it, but I'm s- it's it's starting to get to be that thing with dramas especially where Lo- I think Lost uh was resistant against this because there are so many people on the cast, mm-hmm. but it's starting to be the thing of like uh, it's just kind of reshuffling people a little bit right there are there are some new vectors and there's more mystery than drama but it's it's starting to be like okay yeah you're doing this thing but uh i i am really enjoying this thing uh i uh i I know everyone told me that the season was season one they only made one season of the show or they only made two seasons of the show because they don't like the later seasons or whatever but i am genuinely enjoying how Crazy! The show. Is. Uh, well, I, I I'm the, the, really
0: the glad that you're seeing it with stuff. fresh eyes, yeah. uh, because I I do think the negative rap uh, Lost has is 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 unwarranted. I think it's exclusively from the difference of
2: watching it week after week versus a bingeing experience. Yeah. Now there are there are things that I think, I I think plot wise it's 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 fine. I do think that there's just a lot of cases of just bad writing, just bad execution of writing in a lot of cases. Um, some weird, very direct expository stuff, uh, but I, I'm I'm digging this. Some and, like info dump moments, or or even just like direct emotional response. Like I'm mad at you. Like some real like. N- Amateur writing. Somebody marches into the room, says, "I'm this character, and
0: I'm (laughs) motivated by this." Mm -hmm. Like, like in Prometheus, with the geologist goes, "I'm a geologist.
2: I love effing rocks." (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So stuff like stuff like that. But uh, I I am interested in the mystery. It has me hooked. There. It doesn't. I I the thing I was super worried about in season one and going into season two was like, oh, they're just gonna keep putting weird stuff in front of me. And at the end, it's going to kind of fizzle, but it's getting closer now to there being more answers to stuff where I'm like, okay, there is something going on. There will be at least something to read into at the end of this, even if it's not direct, like, here's what the island really is, or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it. Um, and that's on, that's on Hulu now. It used to be on Netflix recently, but it's it Lost is on Hulu now. Mm. So uh, Lost.
1: Lost. Uh, my pick is uh, a podcast called How I Built This. I believe it's an NPR podcast. And they, they interview people like uh, uh, like James Dyson, the guy that made the Dyson vacuum cleaner, you know, and other people like that, and how the idea came about, how they built this. And it's a really good just just kind of overview of of that. Yeah, it's hosted by Guy Raz. And, uh, a lot, I mean, I'm just, you know, it's neat. Like, you know, like I, I knew nothing about Dyson. I've got a book by him that I never read, (laughs) you know, like I bought the book, but apparently you have to read it. Um, and so it was just neat. And like this story about like, do you know where the idea for the Dyson vacuum cleaner came from?
0: Uh, well, according to the ads, they remind you that, uh, filters get clogged and things lose suction. Right. But
1: where it came from? Where did it come? From? I didn't know. Yeah, I had I no know. idea. I don't know. I'm like this. This British guy's like, oh, I've got a better idea for a vacuum cleaner, and then he has it. <laughs> he had he'd built. Ever seen those wheelbarrows with a giant ball like wheel up front? You know. It, yeah. It, it, yeah. It, he invented that. Right? Oh, right on. It, so he had a factory to make this, and they had to paint like you know paint the frame for it and the they use like electrostatic you had to collect like your you had a vacuum to sort of suck up the paint but it wasn't very efficient he's like what's the most efficient vacuum he's like i asked some smart people what's the most efficient one they said oh a, a cyclone is like they use in sawmills and he's like mm. so i climbed the fence in one night and snuck into a sawmill and i saw this 30 foot tall cyclone and he said okay and i went home we went and we made one for the factory you know there was a 30 foot tall one to cut to collect all the paint or whatever like this but then i went home and thought this would make a great vacuum cleaner he made like five thousand prototypes, this wow. thing out of cardboard and stuff, and then he took it to the people who the the investors who own his factories. Let's make a vacuum cleaner. Like you're dumb. Nobody needs a new vacuum cleaner. <laughs> and so he left. And
2: well, now uh, like it's been knocked off, and people are imitating that technology for for much yeah. cheaper. But
1: yeah. Yeah, wow. It's just a neat, you're like, I didn't know, and like, I love that, I'm like, wow, that's, I just love, that. so I climbed a fence and snuck into a saw, like, I'm, as I'm, one does. You know?
2: I'm scrolling through some of their other guests, there's some interesting, like, uh, George Zimmer from Men's Warehouse. Like, yeah. Uh uh compact. i gonna love the way you look. <laughs> uh Squarespace, someone from from Squarespace. Oh Anthony,
0: good. uh I, I I met um Anthony at the Cassalina. time that Squarespace was just launching. Uh oh, we yeah. were part of like their very first few months of of ads on uh, with Scam School back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um Wow, that's awesome. Anthony digs magic. Oh, so cool.
1: he, they talked to him and they're like, he started off because his friends were like were lamenting, like, yeah, it's not easy to make a website. And he's like because he made one for himself that was really like I'm like I can make it so other people could make it so he started like out of his dorm room with the first version of Squarespace and the other people use it and he's running this business a nice little business his parents are like yeah but what are you going to do when you graduate <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh,
1: he, he did that says the narrator <laughs> so anyhow um, How I Built This join It a lot of great little stories in there about stuff I just didn't things I just took for granted no idea cool cool Um, it's been weird. Yeah. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. (laughs)